Hey, joining us now, our friend Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com, the author of many books, the latest of which is Working for a Difficult Boss, Lessons from the Life of Daniel. Hey, good morning, Bill. Hey, good morning. How's the Carminator doing this morning? Mm-hmm. Carminator, Carminator's good today. I'm good. I'm well. It's good. well with my good. soul. How are you? I'm I'm actually really good today. Yeah. Mm, I love that. I love that. Um, I wanted to dig into chapter three of your book today and talk about grounding yes. our identity in Christ. Um, so maybe let's just start with the verse, the verses that this chapter uh, grows out of, and that's J- Daniel chapter one, um, verses five to seven. Could you just begin this conversation by reading those to us? Sure. Yeah, this is out of the NIV, uh, talking about Daniel and his friends. They were to be educated for three years. Uh, This is after their arrival in Babylon. And at the end of that time, they were to stand before the king. Among these were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah of the tribe of Judah. And the chief of the eunuchs gave them names. Daniel he called Belshazzar, Hananiah he called Shadrach, Mishael he called Meshach, and Azariah he called Abednego. Yeah, I, I... Taking away your name, I mean, you know, maybe remind us of where these young men are at this um, stage and um, why their Hebrew names are being replaced by um, by other names. So these these guys have arrived from um, Ju- the land of Judah. They are they were uh, brought up in families of influence, or probably nobility, and uh, they were. Uh, being groomed to be the next leaders uh, within within the country or or the uh, tribe of Judah, they're brought over to Babylon because they're some of the best and the brightest. So one of the things that Nebuchadnezzar did when he when he captured a land and, and a people, he would take the best, kind of the cream of the crop of that land in terms of people, talent, um, resources, that kind of thing, and he bring it all to Babylon. And so these four are brought over. And the reason that their names are changed is to take away their uh, Hebrew identity and to give them a Babylonian identity. This is really more about assimilation than anything else. He wants, as part of his training program, Nebuchadnezzar wants these three guys assimilated into the Babylonian culture, to the Babylonian religion, to the Babylonian way of thinking, to the Babylonian way of doing life. He wants all that assimilated, and one of the ways to start is is with their names. So these guys are probably in their late teens, early 20s. We don't know for sure, but they're young, and um, and they are um, really being faced with some really significant things. So it would be like... It would be like taking you out of Tennessee, Carmen, and bringing you to Minnesota. And instead of being a LaBerge, you're now an Olson or an Anderson or a Larson, something like that. Uh, that This is the kind of name change uh, that they would be doing. Uh, but, uh, Nebuchadnezzar did this on a regular basis with um, different lands and, and peoples that he conquered. He brought them in, put them into a training program and change their names to Babylonian names. Um, Daniel continued to identify with God, even though um, those who ha- held him and his uh, and his friends in captivity sought to have them live differently. So when we come back from a very brief break, we're going to talk about um, 
Daniel as an ex- as an exemplar here of continuing to identify with God, even though those around you try to um, have you conform to a particular culture um, and a particular worldview. That's up next here on Mornings with Carmen. Thanks so much for listening to Mornings with Carmen LeBurge. Hey, I'm Susie Larson. Hey, if you enjoy what you're listening to here, would you consider subscribing to other great faith radio podcasts like mine? Search Susie Larson Live at MyFaithRadio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit subscribe and have a great day. We're talking with our friend Bill English from BibleandBusiness.com. We're talking about his latest book, Working for a Difficult Boss, Lessons from the Life of Daniel. And yes, we do have some copies to give away today. You can text the word book to 877-933-2484. We're digging around today in Chapter 3, Grounding Our Identity in Christ at Work. Um, So talk with us about how Daniel identified with God, even even as... um, the Babylonians were seeking to have him, have he and his friends fully assimilate into um, their culture and worldview. Yeah, I think I think the four of them were grounded strong enough in their faith growing up that when they went to Babylon, uh, publicly they were known by their Babylonian names, but privately I think they held on to their faith. How they did this, I the, we're not told. We're just told that they did this. So these are remarkable four young men, um, uh, you know, who did this. Um, it, it's interesting later on in chapter one, you're going to find that, that Nebuchadnezzar gets so angry with the wise men that he wants to kill them all, right? I mean, he's, he's an impulsive guy. And, um, Daniel comes back after learning that he might be dead in 12 hours and him and his three friends, um, they get on their knees and they cry out to God all night in prayer. And Dan, that's when Daniel gets the first vision and, and, and he starts to build real credibility with, with Nebuchadnezzar when he gives the proper interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. That crying out to God all night is, is an indication of just how close they walked with God and how much they trusted God and, and their, um, their complete dependence upon God, even though publicly, they were known by other things. Now, what I'm not advocating here, Carmen, is that we have dual identities. Uh, but in Daniel's situation, he did have a dual identity to a point because it was forced on him. But as Christians who live in America, we need to have a single identity. We need, we need to have a congruent identity across our work, civic, church, personal all the all the various spheres that we run in in life, we need to have a consistent identity that consistently delivers on who we are. I'm not talking about a personal brand here, but I am talking about us being consistent across all all the various um, re- aspects of life. You and I, Carmen, do not have an identity being forced on us, mm. but they did, and they still remained faithful to God. I, I really find that remarkable. Yeah, I do too. I do too. That's one of my favorite things actually about this chapter is how you um, help us see that. Um, talk with us about how we form our identities today. <laughs> you know, some people <laughs> form it based on their politics. Some people are known more as a Republican or a Democrat. Some Christians, I should say, are known more as a Republican or Democrat. Um, other people are known um, 
you know, more for their, uh, uh, maybe their giving business owners are often known more as a business owner. And this is one of the problems uh, with business owners trying to um, sell their business when they're in their sixties or seventies is if they don't have an identity outside of business ownership, then they have nothing to go to after they sell. And so they hang on way too long and, and it's really becomes an, an identity thing. Um, you know, another one, uh, is, well, I have a nice quote in there about Ikea, but I won't, I won't read it to you here, but some people actually form identities based on the brands that they wear. This is more for kids and junior hires and maybe high schoolers, but it does apply to. Oh no, adults it applies too. to women, women with handbags and men with cars. It definitely yes. is a branding issue. It's just that the products get more and more expensive. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, the you know, Ford guys we, and the Chevy we, guys, they, I mean, there's a, there's a difference. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Tractors. You, you know, just you start talking about the brand the... of tractors. You're, you don't, I mean, you know, they're definitely. <laughs> I was just going to go it's there. A thing. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. You can go there. I know. I, I, I bought yellow one time and all mm. my brother-in-law had green. And, green, and green. That's right. Mm-hmm. Blue, orange. It, it, yeah. It was... You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I lived it actually. But our, our really our identity should be grounded in the fact that we are new creations in Christ, right? That that God has come and He has redeemed us from the pit of hell and brought us into the kingdom of His Son, Colossians one, nineteen and twenty. And he has transformed us into somebody new. We are given a new nature. And with that new nature, we're given a new identity. And our identity is now wrapped up in Christ as a follower of Christ, as a steward of what Christ has entrusted to us. And so this whole idea that earthly things like position, power, money, brands, forms our identity really should be set aside. And we should be uh, thinking about ourselves in terms of our nature in Christ and our stewardship role before Christ. And that's the, I, I talk about that. Uh, in the book, and that's why I borrowed from. I don't, you probably s- saw this here, Carmen. I borrowed from uh, Neil Anderson's uh, Freedom in Christ Ministries, mm-hmm. uh, and and I, I relisted all the truths of who we are in Christ in the book, and then I just suggested that everybody read it for thirty days. It would it transforms how you think about yourself and how you identify. Yeah, that's so good. That um, yeah, that's just so good. Um, all right, we got to leave it right there, Bill. As always, thank you so much. If you guys want the book, I know you do. You can text the word "book" to eight seven seven nine three three two four eight four. We've got a handful of copies to give away today. Love to, for you to have one of those. Again, text the word "book" to eight seven seven nine three three two four. Eight four. You can visit with Bill and connect with him at BibleAndBusiness.com. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen.